0: Episode of 25 Live. Uh, with me today is my special guest, Heath Good. Uh, he's a firefighter paramedic with the Norwich Township Fire Department in Hilliard, Ohio. He's got 20 years' experience in the fire service. He, he began in his hometown of Asheville, Ohio, with Harrison Township Fire Department. Uh, Heath was instrumental in developing a peer program at Norwich and also uh, directing uh, direct collaborative efforts of peer support to many outside agencies and individuals in Ohio as well outside the state. Uh, continuing this focus, he has helped many of these agencies develop their own support programs and in 2017 was further trained by the IAFF as a peer supporter. Heath is fully committed to the well-being of every firefighter and first responder that he comes in contact with and believes that a healthy mind will reflect a healthy firefighter. Uh, he's very active in his local church where he serves as chairman of the Deacon Board, He's been married to his wife, Pamela, for 17 years, and they have three successful children. So thank you, Heath, for joining me.
1: Jim, I appreciate it, and uh, thanks for the introduction, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me.
0: No problem. Um, I've got to spend a lot of quality time with you lately, whether it's uh, been at my conference or uh, actually being in Dayton after our uh, mass shooting back in August, uh, and then uh, re- just recently, uh, you actually came in and helped teach a peer support class for us.
1: Yeah, we have. It's uh, It's been busy times in Dayton, Ohio. And, um, you know, I've uh, been grateful to, to uh, meet a lot of great people in Dayton and, and uh, yourself and, and your colleagues there in Dayton. And I uh, was uh, excited to come back to, to do the uh, uh, peer support uh, class uh, through the IFF. And, uh, yeah, it was a great time in Dayton.
0: <laughs> not many people say that but that's i'm glad you did
1: <laughs> well i'm excited well, we did, to go uh, to date <laughs> well remember you did take me to a nice dinner so that was uh that was a great place and uh we had great food and great fellowship so it was it was a good time it was a good time yes,
0: yes. if you if you ever are in Dayton and you should and if you go there you should go to the air force museum that's number one absolutely number two, if you're gonna if you're gonna go somewhere and eat the pine club is where it's at
1: the Pine Club was very nice and, and um, uh, unbelievable dinner. And, uh, um, and John was going to make it to the um, to the Air Force Museum uh, that night when we first got in. But uh, we ended up meeting with some of uh, the Dayton firefighters that night. And uh, we, we didn't get a chance to do it. But uh, next time we're in Dayton, we're definitely uh, – that's all our plans.
0: Nice. All right. So let's just uh, – how about we start with what exactly – is peer
1: support. Yeah. So, uh, peer support, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of, um, hot buttons and topics. And, and, uh, if you go across the country, peer support is, is a, uh, a hot button right now, but, you know, I believe it's, it's a, a powerful tool for not only firefighters, but EMTs and, um, anyone that, um, that works in our first responder or public safety type position. So I, I say that firefighters, I mean, uh dispatchers i mean uh emts paramedics uh police officers everything and it, it what it does is it helps um you know uh, another person manage their everyday stress you know that they may experience on the job or even in their personal lives you know so it it, it links up a a trained member Provide support to another member who's experiencing, you know, a problem. You know, whether it's a personal problem, an emotional problem, a work related problem. Uh, maybe not. You know, we say problem, but it, it might just be a struggle. It may be um, something that they're dealing with that they just need a, another lens or another um, uh, another peer to kind of uh, sift through the woods and and figure out what you know help them. And you know, we do all this by. Uh, we say this a lot of times in our classes, is just being a bridge to the professional help and, and being a link to those professional services. And, um, you know, the biggest thing that, that peer support builds off of is, you know, the relationships, you know, and and the trust. And, um, you know, we can do that by, um, you know, within our own department, um, but also, you know, we find that we go into um, – uncharted territory, for example, when, uh, when our team came to, uh, Dayton, Ohio and, um, you know, the relationships were not there, but the rapport, the fact that we are, um, just a firefighter and I said this, um, you know, in our class and I said it when I was in Dayton for the, in August was, you know, we're here to just, um, just help. And, and that trust is established right away because we do the same job that, you know, we all do the same job. And uh, so really that's, you know, peer support is, is that's my definition.
0: Oh, no, that's, it's perfect. And and I realize when I think about all this stuff, I realize that I've been involved with peer support for actually a really long time. You know, being part of the firefighter cancer support network for quite a while, the, the biggest and best thing they have is, is their mentor program. And what that yeah. is, is when somebody gets diagnosed with cancer, they put them in contact with another firefighter. That has that same type of cancer and that yeah. firefighter then is able to tell them look this is what I dealt with this was um, how everything went with work and, and this is really your road ahead and they're yeah. there just to support you and I realized at that time just doing all this stuff that firefighters were able to talk to other firefighters a lot of times not every time but a lot of times more easier than their family or their friends because even if it was a firefighter across the country, for the most part. I mean, there might be some semantics as far as, you know, is it an engine? Is it a pumper? You know, whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, is, is it a fire station? Is it a hall? Whatever it may be. But uh, right. beyond that, it's still just a firefighter and you still do the same job and you still kind of just get each other. We're a different breed altogether.
1: That's right, Jim. And I think uh, I know you shared this before. And like you said, you know, you've been doing uh, I think we share similar stories is is you say, well, I've been doing peer support for many, many years. And uh, my colleagues at Norwich Township would say the same thing. They would say, well, Goody was doing um, peer support and peer support. Uh, And, and again, where I started at Harrison Township, they would say, well, he did that years ago. And all of a sudden now it's this thing. And, and, you know, we talk a lot about, um, in our classes about just listening. And I guess that's probably where it started for me is, is, you know, I was guess that guy that, that was, um, um, able and willing to, to listen to people. And, um, you know, I, I, um, I tried to do that and, and, you know, as we were moving forward, I found myself, people were calling and, and, and then I was being requested to different departments and, and, uh, and I found myself like, wow, this is, this is, you know, I'm, I'm finding myself and talking to people all over. And, uh, I I said, well, I better get some more training. And that's how it kind of all started for me, but, um, you know, it's, I, I love it. I absolutely, it's, it's a passion of mine. I feel like if, if there's a difference, um, in the fire service, when I walk out of this, um, great profession is, is taking care of people and, uh, um, you know, and I feel like me personally, I can do that far more than, um, riding on a rig and taking a, 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 a patient to the hospital or, um, you know, on a, on a fire call or anything like that, so peer support to me is is um, uh, it's a big deal, and um, I'm very humbled to even be a part of it.
0: Nice. Now, you know, you and I pretty much started around the same time. I, I'm just kind of curious if if you kind of had the same perspective as me when we when I, at least when I started, it was a very suck it up buttercup kind of mentality, and it was that way. I'd say probably till. Uh, maybe five years ago it was just to deal with it. Just, you know, there wasn't talk to anybody. That was a sign of weakness. Um, But sometimes at at some point, and I don't really know when or why, but my department changed. I'm not going to say everybody (laughs) because these old school guys are just, they're gruff and they're not, (laughs) they don't want anything to do with this, but you know, this younger generation is okay talking about it and they, they want to talk about stuff that's screwed up. Yeah. Did you kind of have similar uh, experiences?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it was. And, and, you know, it was, we we would take a bad run or maybe we were having a struggle in our life and, and you just didn't know who to talk to. And, uh, but yet, you know, the kitchen table is very valuable in within the fire service, you know, all across the country. Um, But sometimes, you know, that, just um, wasn't the best place and or the apparatus bay floor and uh, it was it was a lot of you know suck it up and the next calls coming in and you know i i credit this to you know we're we're normal human beings that get exposed to um, you know, abnormal situations on a daily basis. And, and, you know, when we leave the, the fire station or the fire hall or, you know, our, our tour ends, our shift ends, um, we're, we're normal people. We're dads, we're husbands, we're wives, we're, we're coaches, we're friends, we're family. And, uh, what we've been exposed to, uh, you know, that last 24 hours or the last 12 hours is sometimes can be very, um, Uh, it can bring a big impact uh, on us and we're supposed to be normal for the rest of our lives. And, and it was a lot of suck it up. And, uh, you know, I found that, you know, this is a way to um, bring healthy conversations and and to work through the struggles in a, in a better way. Uh, And and I think it's, it's bringing um, a a lot of successful outcomes and uh, it's definitely a way uh, and I think it's a uh, successful and a positive way.
0: Yes, exactly. So, what do departments have to do if they're interested in participating in or having the IFF peer support class actually come to them?
1: Yeah, so it, it's a simple process. You know, um, you know, uh, you can visit um, uh, or send an email to behavioral health at IFF. Iaff.org uh, uh, to kind of start the scheduling process. I know uh, the IFF um, would like a, a three-month uh, wait time because of the scheduling processes and, and aligning instructors up and, and sometimes travel and everything. But sending that email first and um, you know uh, starting that process. And there is a um, a peer support training request form that you can find on um, Iaff. Dot org website uh, or you can google the um, IAFF peer support training request form and it can there's a link that uh, you can start that uh, process um, you know find find you uh, an available space and um, you know and start your your media or your uh, PR to kind of get your uh, students out and uh, and really that's about it and you know you can um, control the registration as the host. And, you know, one of the things that uh, a question comes up a lot of times is, do I have to be an IFF member? And, and uh, to to my knowledge, I I don't think that's uh, necessary. Obviously, the IFF, um, you know, is it's their um, curriculum and their package. But uh, I I believe, you know, um, you do not have to be. So if you're, uh, maybe if a career department that's not aligned with the IFF or you maybe you're a volunteer department um that uh the IFF is is here as a resource and is here as a tool to um to kind of get these um classes set up for you nice. so very pretty simple uh just like I said the behavioral health at IFF.org okay or obviously um uh call me um you know and my, my um My contact information is on firefightermentalhealth.org, which uh, gives a little plug to the OAPFF, which is the Ohio uh, Association of Professional Firefighters website. And uh, there's lots of resources, lots of information, um, lots of uh, education on that website. But my picture's on there. My um, contact information, uh, email and all that is on that website also.
0: Nice. Now, I, I assisted a little bit with registration the class so i I know some of the even more details as of right now you're looking at if you want to bring a class and you have to have 30 members and the cost is nine thousand dollars yep so um go ahead
1: yeah. So I think it is, it is, um, the 30 members, you know, that's the, I think the max that we like to do and yeah, the $9,000 is is costly. It, you know, um, I think that probably breaks down if you have a full class, 250, 300 bucks, um, per person. Um, but, uh, it is, you know, it's a, it's a two day action packed, as I say, a lot of times, And you know, you, we all attend conferences and classes and, and um you know people want to know well what time will you get out of there and what how what time is lunch and uh these are two action-packed um full um you know all hands on deck type thing and it, we start at eight o'clock promptly and and we end at four o'clock it's uh there's a lot that we pack into those two days and um again when we as instructors leave that community we want them to see value in our program. And, and when we leave that they, they have the skills and abilities to, um, be able to start their program or, um, maybe change their program or enhance their program, whatever it is. But, uh, again, we just want to be a resource. And, um, and, and again, it starts with that, this, uh, the initial peer support class.
0: Exactly. Um, what would you say? Like, uh, what are some of the highlights of that training of those two days? Because it really was. Um, there's a lot to to kind of take in.
1: Yeah, it is. It, it's it is, and I, you know, we talk about the you know eight to four thing. I mean, and uh, we're, we're 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 hard on the hour lunch. And, you know, it's it's not a fluffy class because there's a lot of sensitive information, and and you know we develop. You know what I've noticed is we've developed relationships, um, within those two days and, and they're, they're deep relationships because of the information that we talk about and the uh, stuff. But, um, you know, we, we want to give you the knowledge and the skills, um, to be peers. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about the the basic understanding of, um, you know, behavioral health and issues that are affecting the fire service, um, you know, and what we, you know, what we do in, um, in, in our job. You know, we talk a lot about uh, um, active listening. And, and, you know, the other thing that we do so much as part of the program is, is we do a lot of exercises. So it's not um, sit there. Not, and, not and, physical
0: and, and, exercising.
1: Yeah, right, we're right, right. We're not, not doing it, that. Not yet. Not yet. So a little plug into our resiliency program <laughs> that the IFF is developing. We, uh, uh, I will be attending a, a conference next week in Florida um, about resiliency. So uh, stay tuned to that. I think that's the next part of peer support. and uh, But the resiliency is, is – um, you know, to be continued on there. So look for that coming uh, real soon. But also, you know, again, we talk about active listening, um, a lot and confidentiality, you know, which is, you know, we talk about is, is the absolute thing for, uh, our, you know, any program, uh, general assessment of, of the, uh, of the firefighter or the EMT or, you know, whoever that may be, uh, in, in the, um, we do, uh, talk about suicide and, 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 you know, we know that, the numbers of that across the country right now is alarming, and and you know we're doing a lot of um, research, and and a lot of great people across the country are looking into this suicide uh, problem. So we talk about that, uh, crisis intervention action planning, outreach, self-care. Self-care is a big thing for, uh, for us in the fire service. So we talk about that. And then, you know, we wrap it all up at the end of the day of day two, as, as we're leaving and, and, uh, help people answer questions, uh, to develop an effective peer program and, you know, however that looks. And I know when I was in Dayton and when I've done, um, classes across the country is, you know, what works in Dayton might not work in California, might not work in Oregon. It may not work in Florida, but it works in Texas. And, uh, you know, uh, I talk about red tape. You know, what, a lot of the things is we want to help and be that um, um, that bridge for the teams, wherever they're located, wherever they're landed, um, to be an effective program within their organization or within their region. Uh, I know you guys in Dayton were talking about um, developing a, a regional Uh, peer team. And I I think that's an excellent idea. You you bring the resources together to, um, to build relationships, which builds your program and, and uh, makes it effective. So I think there's lots of different ways you can do it. No, that's, that's perfect.
0: And, you know, I think the nice thing for us, um, and this is, I'm going to encourage everyone to actually get on this peer support stuff um, as early as you can. You know, make a move on this now because yeah. the fact that we had already had a team in place ended up being very beneficial to everything that's happened to us this year.
1: Absolutely. Um, Absolutely.
0: And and all we ended up doing when we had this second class is just double our numbers. Yeah. Put more more of us out there and then also try to get uh, the departments around us as well involved so we could have that, uh, that kind of... Uh, um, miami valley area team for us yeah
1: yeah and i think that's effective and i and i know uh when we were in dayton you you, um when we did the class you had two chaplains involved in the class and what an excellent idea to kind of bring them in i know um other places in the country that have had um eap Um, involved in the class and maybe workman's comp, workers' comp uh, type people or local behavioral health um, providers, researchers, clinicians um, that have been in the class. So, you know, whatever works and, and, um, you know, I think is right for for what's right in your your community and uh, or your region or your place in the country. And um, uh, again, we just want to uh, be assistance to that and, and help in that pro- process and uh, we're super excited to do it and and uh, and uh, willing to do it so it's just we're just a phone call away.
0: Perfect and it was you know for this for this situation uh, we were proactive we already had a team in place. Uh, it scares me to think about what it would have been like if we didn't have that peer support team already available. Again after this this tornado and mass shooting and. Therelin, a member, active member, dying. Um, yeah, we were blessed already have this in place. We had, you know, we actually did something good for once. So yeah,
1: yeah, and it, 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 and you know, with everything that's happened in Dayton, I mean, that network was there. You had people there, and uh, you know, I know when we got. The call through the IFF, it was just a phone call away, and and I think I was on duty the day before I left to go to Dayton, and it was like, hey, we're going to Dayton, and it was a phone call away, and next thing you know, we have peers from all over the country in Dayton, Ohio, and it it was as simple as a as a phone call that hey, we need peers in in Dayton, Ohio, and and that's how it worked, and that's that's the um, the beauty of this system. It's the beauty of um, of peer support. And uh, and I think um, it goes back to one of the first things I talked about was the trust. Right. Um, I think, you know, the the members of Dayton trusted that these people had every good intention and it was just to help us through a difficult time. And uh, that's what we're talking about. And I don't know if I talked about before, but, you know, we talk about peer support and, and, you know, is it, it doesn't have to be a shooting. It doesn't have to be a suicide. You know, oftentimes, oftentimes we, we think of these things after bad events, right. And, or bad calls or, or bad things happen. You know, we're, you know, the biggest thing, um, about peer support programs within communities or within departments is you're helping, uh, you know, a lot of times I say, you're doing life with the people that you Work with every day, and um, you know whether that's a, a marriage issue or a financial issue or you know whatever that may be. You know you're just walking along the side of them and providing good, um, you know, feedback and and just to helping. You know because again, you know we're all in a different season of life and within our crews. And no matter where you work, you have a, a rookie that's been on the job for a year, and then you have someone that's been on twenty plus years, and then anywhere in between. And, uh, you know, our skill sets are different amongst all of us. And, uh, so that's where the peer support I think does the best work is, um, you know, those everyday things, you know, that we deal with as firefighters.
0: Nice. Very, very nicely said. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, that, you kind of went over everything that I was hoping to go over, uh, awesome. just in my head. I wanted just kind of an overview of the program. I wanted everybody to be aware that it's out there and what it takes to actually get it initiated. And then we've already kind of even discussed on what you do afterwards, you know? Yeah. So, um, no, awesome. Absolutely awesome. But I'm not going to let you out of here that easy. Oh, uh. That's you know correct. what's
1: coming. Yeah, I know it's coming. And you better I, not. I pick, you better not
0: pick history. the number, the David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar number.
1: Well, I've heard that. I've heard that multiple times.
0: So I need. Yeah. To, I really need to just sit down and mix it all up again, or add I learned,
1: Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, don't even put a number. Just. Uh, that's beside it. But, uh, yeah, I did learn that about you I learned about it in the conference and just through your podcast that, uh, uh, the, the concerts that you've been to. And we talked about that when we were eating dinner the other night. It was the, the number of concerts is amazing. So Jim it's is perfect. a super, super concert goer. So,
0: yes, there's no, there's no wonder I can't hear worth the shit. <laughs> Metallica 10 times and I'll do it to you.
1: That would, would do it, too. Yeah, I have seen them in my years. In my younger years, I did see them a couple times, so great concert. Right.
0: Pick a number for me.
1: Well, I'll go with, uh, how about number one? My uh, son, Blaze, uh, baseball numbers number one, so let's start with number one. How about that? All right.
0: Um, what's the best food where you live at? The like, if I were coming to town, where would you take me?
1: The best food. So um any mexican place um and we have a couple great ones uh, i live close to um you know i live outside of columbus but uh i live closer to canal winchester and and uh, circleville ohio so there's uh, a couple good mexican places so my wife and i um uh, prior to having kids we we just absolutely loved mexican so uh, i would say any mexican place in columbus is is um is a great place we enjoy trying to find new ones um you know uh, our best um place that we like to go to i think we go to um uh on special occasions is the uh, carabas so we love carabas i know it's a national chain type thing but uh, we love carabas and any mexican place in columbus
0: i was hoping you're going to say taco bell
1: well not not so much not so much (laughs) okay (laughs) all right what's the next number How about number six? That's uh, Hannah, my middle daughter's uh, soccer (sighs) number. So let's go with that.
0: That's that David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar question.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: I'm not.
1: (laughs) I am not. I would say uh, Sammy Hagar. I'm a Van Halen guy. Uh, Again, um, in my younger days, I I, um, attended a couple Metallica concerts and uh, Van Halen. So I would say that.
0: All right. So, same. Uh, so, so, so Van Hagar, you prefer. That's right.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's right. Fair enough. I, I, you know, yeah. I saw him earlier this year at uh, the Rose, our little pavilion, and he was great. And he I imagine. Was great. How old and is when he? That, and whenever uh, he's he's in his 60s, but he, I mean, hell, he moves a lot better than I do. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And, but, the you country. know, He's and whenever up. they
0: play, uh, he played right now. And all I could think about was the crystal Pepsi commercial.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, that's, that's dating ourselves, right? It's dating ourselves a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that though. I remember. <laughs> all right. How about one more? How about number 11? That's my wife. Uh, it was her number when she was in school. So how about number yeah. 11 for Pam?
0: Let's see favorite vacation destination.
1: Hmm. Hmm. So as a family, um, we've gone to Disney a couple times and my kids will probably, uh, hang me to this when they hear this is, um, but, uh, Disney's is, uh, a, an awesome place obviously costs lots of money, but, um, but I think we had the, probably the best times, uh, as a family when we've gone to Disney, uh, as a family, we've gone to, um, a lot of different beaches. Myrtle beach has been a a hot thing for us. And, uh, we've gone multiple times. Uh, we've gone to Florida. Destin is, uh, we were in Destin a couple years ago and, and, uh, orange beach in Alabama. Uh, but water, water for us has been a good place and, uh, it's been warm. You know, I, I was talking to you earlier about, I do not like winter time and the snow and the cold and uh, i'm really looking forward to going to florida in a couple of days and and uh, but anywhere there's sun i can wear flip-flops and shorts and there's water i'm all in i'm good with that
0: nice i like that yeah you know this weather here is crazy um on sunday i'm outside wearing a t-shirt and jeans passing football with my son yeah. on monday there's damn snow on the ground
1: that's right That's right. And it it was like that when we were in Dayton last week, because I think the day we got in, it was 65 and we were no coats. And then the next day it was snow on the ground and uh, we were freezing. So welcome to Ohio. If you're ever in Ohio, uh, make sure you pack a hat, gloves, shorts, flip flops. Uh, You never know. Yeah. You need a whole extra
0: carry on bag just for the seasons. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, great! Thank you so much for your time, brother. I appreciate—I mean, really everything you've done for our community, and we'll continue to do for other communities as well. Um, it's absolutely huge what you're doing,
1: Jim. I thank you, and I thank you for you know everything that you're doing. Um, you know, to get the word and spread the word, and uh, again, we're we're all uh, we're all in this together. Uh, you know, just to provide support to each other. Uh, in, in a in an intentional way, right? And uh, talk about that. And, and uh, whatever we can do, we're a phone call away, so don't hesitate to call.
0: Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. Um, once again, everybody, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Also, you can write some reviews only if they're good, if they're bad. I'm going to delete that shit. <laughs> I don't actually think I can do that, but it's, uh, I'm all talk, clearly. Um, but with that, again, thanks, Keith.